0: Welcome to Calm Kids. Coming stories for kids by kids. Are you ready to hear a story? Great! Your storyteller is Charlotte, and today you're listening to The Space Mermaid. Get comfy and enjoy the story. Oliver sat on the warm, golden sand, looking out into the distance, dreaming about being an astronaut. The waves washed up on his feet. Then, out of the corner of his eye, he noticed a glass bottle bobbing up and down in the water. Oliver stood up and went to pick it up. Inside, there was a rolled-up piece of paper, so he took it out. It read, I am in need of help. I am a mermaid, and my dream is to become an astronaut. But my dad, the king of the ocean, says I cannot be one. Please help. Find me by the large cliff on the edge of the shore at five o'clock tonight. Oliver looked at his watch. It was 4.40, meaning that he had 20 minutes to arrive there. So he called to his parents and said he would be back for dinner. Oliver walked to the cliff, only stopping for some ice cream. He sat on the cliff, waiting until it was five o'clock. At exactly five, a young, soothing voice behind him said, Hello. You must have found my message in a bottle. My name is Shelley. I know, a bit typical, since I'm a mermaid. I'm glad you could meet me here. Oliver turned around and saw a beautiful girl combing her hair, sitting on a rock. I'm Oliver. I was interested when you had said that you wanted to be an astronaut. Because I do too. So maybe we could work together? I'd like that, replied Shelley. Well, what are we waiting for? She exclaimed, grabbing his hand and pulling him into the water. She noticed that it would be harder for him to visit her house because it was underwater. So she took out a little bag of something that resembled glitter and sprinkled it on him and said that he could now breathe underwater. She also put a necklace with a small shell on it around his neck and explained how to use it to exchange his legs to a tail or vice versa. They swam underwater gracefully. Oliver, staring in amazement at the colorful coral and schools of fish, at the swaying sea plants and and a castle, Shelley led him down through the seaweed doors to her house and into her room. You need to be very quiet, because I don't want my dad to see you here, she said. Oliver nodded in agreement, and they whispered over their favorite astronauts. They agreed that Shelley would come up with a plan and that they would meet at Shelley's house the next day. Early in the morning, Oliver woke up to go and visit Shelley. He swam all the way down to her house, and they snuck out to the beach together. Oliver was about to ask her what the plan was when he realized that she was standing towards the water and whispering a special spell. After saying it, she turned to him and explained that she had found a spell book belonging to her aunt the previous day and had memorized it so she could go to the moon with him. After a minute or two, waves started becoming larger and more powerful. Soon, they were so powerful that they could definitely injure someone if they didn't know how to use it. Shelley took out another shell necklace slightly different to his and clasped it on. Suddenly, she had legs. Shelley toppled backwards, unused to human legs. Luckily, Oliver caught her just in time. It took a minute for her to get used to it, but soon she was pretty steady. Then, without warning, she pulled him into the water, catching a wave that sent them up into the air with great force. They flew upwards towards the sky. After some time, Shelley explained, We will be able to breathe in space without astronaut helmets or anything, because we can change into mermaids. You see, mermaids can breathe underwater, but humans can breathe above water. So if you can be both, you can breathe without difficulty in space. Oliver just smiled. He had been waiting to go to space his entire life, and now he was doing it. Not only that, but he had made a new friend. Suddenly, Shelley shouted excitedly, Look, it's over there, the moon! And Oliver looked over to where she was pointing, the large, bright, glowing moon right in front of their very eyes. They landed softly on it and wandered around. They played in the huge craters and had moonwalking races. Then, from behind a large rock, they heard a small giggle. (laughs) Shelley and Oliver stopped. They turned around and listened carefully. Now they heard a strained giggle following the noise they glanced behind rocks until finally shelly discovered the culprit she shrieked it it it's an alien help oliver ran over to her and guarded her who who, who who are you he questioned after a long silent pause the alien mumbled my name is Kopo. i mean no harm please don't hurt me it sounded as if almost the alien was "'scared.' "'Less frightened, Shelley crouched down in front of Copa and asked, "'Are there more of you?' "'Copa opened his mouth as if he was going to speak, "'and then stopped, wondering if he should tell them. "It, it "'It's okay. You can tell us. We're not here to hurt you,' reassured Oliver. "'Then Copa murmured, "'Yes. It, it, yeah.' There are many of us, but we don't want you humans to know. Oliver and Shelley looked at each other and then said, Your secret is safe with us. Copo smiled and asked if they wanted to meet his family. Shelley and Oliver turned their backs and whispered together to come up with a decision. After they had made it, they turned back around and Shelley said, I don't see why not. Copo danced around, glad. Then he said, do you two want to be my friends? Oliver nodded without discussing it because he knew Shelley wouldn't mind. Then Copo told them that he needed to go first to warn and reassure his family. And he ran off and disappeared behind a huge rock. So Oliver and Shelley decided to sit and talk because they realized they didn't know much about each other. After a few minutes, Kopo came back and asked them to follow him. They kept up with his quick pace until they came to the huge rock he had disappeared behind before. "'We just need to climb down those stairs and walk a bit more until we are home,' Kopo said, as they started panting because Kopo was an unusually fast walker with all his legs. After going down all the stairs, turning right and walking, or should I say running, for what seemed like forever,' They finally arrived. Oliver didn't even think that they would be able to go to the moon, but now they no- had not only done that, but he had made two more friends. One being an alien. Kopo opened the door and there was a large shriek and all the aliens scuttled away. It's okay, he shouted. They're nice. They won't hurt you. I promise. Shaking, one alien came out of its hiding. It was bigger than Kopo, and a different color, too. Kopo introduced it to them. This is my older brother, Popo. Then, another alien came out. And another. And then all of them. And he kept going. This is my little sister, Coco. And these are my younger brothers, Kolo and Molo. This is my mom, Kopa and my dad, Polka. Copo went on for a long time, as he had a lot of family members. They were all different colors and sizes and shapes. Suddenly, there was a large ring. All of the aliens were frightened and ran away screaming. Don't worry, it's just my phone, said Oliver. He answered it. It was his mom. Where are you? she asked worriedly. Um, he replied and quickly hung up. We need to go home now, Oliver told Shelley. Actually, I want to stay, like, forever, Shelley replied. Really? Oliver asked. Shelley nodded. I I guess I'll come visit you then, Oliver said, and he started turning away when Shelley ran up to him and hugged him. I'll miss you, she said, and Oliver walked out. Kobo came out of his home and wished Oliver good luck on his journey home. And then he blew a large bubble that surrounded Oliver. It carried Oliver all the way through space. It was a magical bubble. A bubble that didn't pop until it reached the destination. Oliver turned around and saw all the aliens waving from the moon. He waved back. Then yawned and curled up in a comfortable position and fell right asleep. Thank you for listening. I've decided to launch a drawing competition. You can try and draw Kopo using your imagination. What does he look like? How many legs does he have? What color is he? Maybe you even want to add in some of Kopo's family. You can send us your photos on our Facebook page, and there will be a winner announced in our next podcast. I can't wait to see your amazing drawings!